to Everyday Androvian, a podcast to help us walk closer with Jesus. So this is exciting. This is our first guest Yay. ever. Now, Kat looks confused by that title. Yeah. I know she understands the word everyday, but I doubt she's thought much about the word Androvian. <laughs> not recently. And even if she understands the word everyday, she might not understand <laughs> its contextual meaning. Significance. Yeah, it's significance. So the podcast is called Everyday Androvian because we want to connect Sunday with every day of the week so that we live for Jesus, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, etc. It's called Androvian because that's the adjective of Andrew. As everybody knows. And, oh, right. <laughs> and we go to St. Andrew's Church. It's a local church podcast and we want to foster a strong mm. sense of identity as people who mm. worship God together in this place. Led by Andrew Reese, but that's more of a coincidence. Yeah, that is entirely coincidental. Yeah. Just to add to your coincidence, I work at St. Andrew's as well. Just and our mission guest has been identified at least once so far, works at St. Andrew's. The perfect Ooh. first what a, what a one, Yeah, what a wonderful fit. <laughs> so we are here with Kat O'Malley and we're going to get to know her a little bit now. My first question for Kat is pretty broad and general. Kat, tell us about your situation in life. Where are you from? What do you like doing? And what do you get up to during the week? All right. Um, I'm from Urunga. Woo! Um, I feel like, what do I get up to during the week? I've already kind of forgotten because it's been so long since I've had a normal week. Um, normally, I work. I'm a year six teacher in the city. I um, work at St. Andrew's Cathedral School. I normally, during the week, would uh, come here on a Sunday night and I would be here on a Thursday night for Bible study and here on a Friday night for youth group as well. And, yeah, the rest of my time when I'm not working, I would be hanging out with my friends at the beach, preferably. Mm, which um, beach? Whale Beach. Oh, a bit of a drive, but... Yeah, it's a good nice. one, though. Yeah, yeah. Do whales like that beach or uh, mostly humans? I think it's shaped like a whale. Right. Oh. Hence, yeah, yeah. Do palms like Palm Beach? Yep, yep, they do. I wonder they... if Bronte likes Bronte Beach. <laughs> I asked her. Yeah, we'll have to check that one with Bronte and get back to it. Where are we heading everyone? with Maroubra? Maroubra. Mm. So, um, Kat, how long have you been at St Andrews, the school? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, five years, four and okay. a half years. And you've been a teacher for a long time? Uh, yep, 15 years. Wonderful. Yep. Well, can we delve even further back? What, how did you get into teaching? Yeah, um, I didn't get into uni and so I had to find something to do with myself and my grandma marched me down to the local childcare centre and said I needed a job. So I worked for a year in long day care when I was 18 and hated it and... Then went to TAFE for 18 months and while I was there, I found out I could go to uni and become a teacher and get his credit. So I did that and then I became a teacher and here I am. Nice. Fully employed, which is good at a time like this. I feel very grateful that I'm fully employed. Yes. It is a strange time. We'll mm. get on to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, I gather yeah. we'll get there. So Kat, yes. you're at this church. I am. And we understand that you're a Christian. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're interested in... Maybe you picking one significant influence that led to you becoming a Christian. Yeah, cool. Um, actually happened in this church. Um, oh, wow. I know. I came here for youth group and kids church before that. I've been here for a while. Um, and I had a youth group leader called A. And she, yeah, just stuck by me, guided me through, made sure that I continued, um, yeah, to get to know Christ. And even when... I don't know, usually unruly teenagers go off the track. She kind of kept me 
um, on the tracks, I guess. And so even when I finished school, we kept meeting together in her lunch breaks at work every week. And wow. so, yeah, I very much, yeah, she's the reason I'm a Christian. So she seemed pretty she's, committed to you if very she was committed meeting to me. with she's, you yeah, during work yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, And you think about that now, like yeah. as an adult who works full time, how that would have been really inconvenient. Mm. Um, but I'm still really good friends with her. She lives in New Zealand with her family. But yeah, I'm still really close with her. Great. So, yeah. Great example of, of Christian faith. Mm. Cool. Um, so I suppose that answers the next question I was yeah. going to ask, which is how you got connected um so were you you grew up here is, is that how you were sort of within the, the scope of this church you eventually came here is that yeah I of? um we went to All Saints Waitara um until okay. I was 10 and then my um my parents split up and so I changed schools and churches so I, um, I met a girl on my first day of school um called Susie and her family came here and um I guess it was probably a, quite a difficult time in our family. Mm. Um, and so they invited mum and I to um, this church. And so I started coming when I was 10 and I haven't left. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So She's a veteran. <laughs> Just yeah. someone at school invited you yeah. and that's why you came. Yeah. And then um, brought your mum along as well. Yeah, that's right. And I think we kind of went to church. Like, So yeah. I don't remember going every week. I remember going uncomfortably probably once a oh, – maybe once a month um, – and it was uncomfortable because I didn't know the routines and what was going on because I hadn't been there for so long. Mm. And so, and then I came here and we started coming every week and I was like, oh, this is quite comfortable. And I got to know people and there's people here that I've known since then. Um, so it kind of became my family, came out my home, which has been mm. kind of lovely. That's wonderful. Mm. Um, currently you go to the 6 p.m. service. I do. Night church. Yeah. Um, the best service. Let's just the put out there. Well, that's yeah. positive. Um, that sounds like she likes it. I was going to yeah. ask you how you thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you like it. Guys, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tell us about it. What, what uh, goes on at night church? What do you like about it? I like the community. I like that um, we know each other quite intimately. Um, that's sort of the benefit of being a small church. Not that we don't want to grow, but while we're a small church, it's an advantage that we can know each other really well. We can follow each up. If people aren't at church, it's obvious. And so we can catch up with each other and see what's going on in people's lives. Um, I like the music. We are very talented musicians. Um, the preaching, of course, is excellent, but we get that across the whole church. So we're very fortunate. Um, but yeah, I think it's the people, it's the community. And I think... Um, that is something not all churches have, um, the part where we all feel part of the family. And I've, I've noticed um, I'm missing that at the moment dramatically, uh-huh. but also I've also noticed how in contact I am with people from night church. So it's something that's so important, having that community. Mm. Yeah. Um, night church has been... Uh, looking through Ephesians, as has the rest of the church. But we've pivoted to a psalm series now. Um, what's something in God's Word? It could be something from Ephesians or Psalms or something that you've just been reading that's been encouraging you lately or you've been reflecting on, um, something that you could share with us. Yeah, I guess um, I was reading something yesterday morning um, just looking at the hope that we're given and how um, it's a future hope, which I think at the moment is quite pertinent. Um, but actually the other morning I was standing on the station, well, it might have been my last day of work, um, and I was like, wow, the the sun's, the sunrise is incredible. And I was like watching the birds and whatever and, um, and thinking, isn't it amazing that the world is stopping but God's creation is not stopping? Um, and it made me think about the, um, the verse, I don't know where it's from, but 
the birds don't worry about, um, you know, where they're getting their food from. The flowers don't worry about what they're clothed in. Um, So not to worry in a time where I guess anxiety is heightened. Um, People are stressing about a lack of food in the supermarkets or getting sick, but um, God has it all in his hand in control. So yeah, that's kind of been where I've been dancing around at the moment and everything I've read recently seems to keep taking me back to hope. So that's been a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's it- such a great pertinent reflection because my experience has been to feel a little trapped right now, like we're kind of stuck in the present mm. and there's no sense of forward movement. So, um, yeah, the idea of hope that there is something so much better in the future, that is certain for us. I reckon that's it's a great encouragement. Yeah, and because we don't know how long this will go for. Like, it's kind of got to look forward. Mm. Yes, this being, of course, the COVID-19 outbreak that yeah. we're in the midst of at the moment. Um, what has that looked like for you, Kat? How has your life been affected? Yeah, um, massively. So, mm. I mean, it does. I'm an extrovert, so that it doesn't help me at all. It's... I think I'm going to, that'll be the thing that does me. Um, so my work is now remote. So I'm still working probably 10 times harder than I've ever worked before, but I'm still working. I'm trying to keep a day um, very similar to a normal day, except I don't have to go to work. Um, trying to keep exercising and stuff, but I'm not seeing my family. I'm trying to make sure I don't um, pass any germs on to anybody. Um, and not seeing friends, which has been the most traumatic thing for me, I think, having to cancel the dinner parties I had planned and parties and things, um, which I imagine in 10 years' time, I'm going to laugh at myself saying that. But at the moment, it is, it's quite, um, it's a real feeling. I guess living on my own, um, I feel quite isolated. Um, so I've found that I'm spending a lot of time on the phone to people. So mm. people are calling me all the time. I'm calling people. Um, so we're actually really connected, um, which I'm so thankful for. But, yeah, it looks different but the same kind of, um, yeah, and so many great measures being put in place, being able to do Bible study on Zoom, having church on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's been good. Technology is amazing. Yeah, and it's it's really coming home to roost at the moment. Technology, yeah. Like all this stuff is kind of available but we just didn't tap into it until until now we've yeah. got this real need for it and it's right there. It's amazing. Well, I was going to say there's an irony here in that we thought technology actually obstructed interaction. It got in the way of connection, right? Whereas now without technology, there wouldn't be any interaction. Hmm. For, for some people, technology is a kind of social lifeline that they um, need to make use of. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when things return to normal, if they return to normal, what kind of... Uh, remnants of this kind of life carry carry on through which parts of the technology we really like and continue to use mm. and what falls by the wayside. Yeah, and it kind of it shows, like I know my, we're doing remote learning in my class, so we're only on day three, um, and so we're conferencing all, like, quite regularly and they're missing the the human aspect, so the banter. That's what came up today. One of my boys is like, I'm just missing the banter with you. And I'm like, that's a part of humanity that we can't do via technology. It's a tricky sort of thing. Um, but my YouTube channel has lots of hits, so that's good. Hit <laughs> I now subscribe. have a YouTube channel. Do not. Um, <laughs> but I've had to like learn ways of teaching while I'm not with the kids. So I'm, you know, making videos on PowerPoint and filming myself. You know, like it's this weird. No, no. <laughs> I'm not What's telling the you where that. <laughs> Everyone wants to know. 
<laughs> yep. No. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's privy to my special nineteen people. Um, this is year six. Is that it right? It is. Year yeah, year six. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found them? adapting all right yeah they're very um today they were particularly quiet so at the beginning they thought this is a game we've had practice days Mm. this is exciting it's um and i've had to really crack down on them having no phones during the day which has saddened them greatly um but i make breakout rooms for them to hang out at morning tea time and they go mad for each other because they're social beings we're social people um and so they they're not loving it that's good good talk yeah they just need to I don't know, just have that crazy time where they're... And they are, they're TikToking and stuff while I break them off into their rooms. It's quite funny. Mm. Watching the rooms. The boys do such different things to the girls. The boys, there's a little whiteboard on the screen and the boys race each other to colour it in. And then they, whichever, they all picked a colour. It was hilarious. I don't know when they decided to do this. And they had to, the winner was the one who had the most colour over the screen. Whereas the girls all backed off into their spaces and started dancing to the same music. It was, yeah, great to watch. So Kat. Um, you're a Christian. How does that affect the way you experience this present moment of crisis, this coronavirus moment that we're in? I guess um, not – I can't fix it, so it's not um, something I need to fret over, I guess, that knowing that God knew this was going to happen, um, this is not a surprise for him. So mm. knowing he knows when it ends, he knows the um, the result. Um, yeah, so that kind of is quite comforting that – I assume this won't go forever and Mm. that, um, yeah, there is a total plan for this. But there's also a plan for all of us in this. We're all going to learn something out of this. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it might be something difficult. It might be something amazing. I don't know. It might be, um, you know, all families have such better connection with each other. Family dinner times have become compulsory because dads aren't at work um, during dinner times. It might be, I don't know, I'm planning on learning the guitar, so this is going to be my (laughs) moment to shine. Um, (laughs) Don't hold me to that. Um, I'll put it on YouTube if I shine. But I think, yeah, knowing like there's a plan and um, it's not, yeah, this isn't out of God's hands. This mm. is something that he knew was going to happen. Mm. Yeah, and if I can draw something out of what you're saying, I, I like how you emphasise that God's in control, which means the virus, even though, even though it seems really powerful, isn't actually in control. There's still stuff we can do. Even yeah. though there are all these restrictions in place. You spoke about family meals. You spoke about picking up a creative hobby, things yeah. like that. Though there are things in our power. There, there is opportunity to work good in this. Yeah, that's right. And connect with people. What greater time to connect with somebody? Mm. No one has anywhere to be. Call them. They'll answer. Like it's, yeah, it's mm. incredible. Like there's so many things that we can't do, but there's no point thinking about those. Let's look at what we can do. Mm. Great. Yeah. Kat, it's been wonderful to have you here in the sanctuary slash stage area. At a um, distance of two metres. the everyday Androvian. <laughs> um, and we hope that this doesn't stretch on too long, but that you keep trusting in God's plan and keep uh, connecting with people in new and exciting ways. Uh, but it's wonderful to have you as a member of our church. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> By the way, our theme song is by Neo Rose.